0: Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at I'm in really bad shape. Come on, please, Ah. please. Ah. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, Ah. I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes Store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation
1: of a public service message.
0: And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. Your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something
2: wrong with us. Something very, very wrong.
3: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 17 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg and as always I am here with my two wonderful, and what do I always say, beautiful, unbelievable cats and also (laughs) some human beings that like to hang out with me too.
0: I thought you were referring to us as cats, like cool cats. Cool cats. (laughs) Uh, These cats. Uh, Man, these cats are cool. Yeah, we
3: are. Abby, what's up? I'm good. Abigail Gardner.
0: Hey. Hey guys. That's what you're called. Yeah. I like you know, it. You know, in like uh,
3: in Britain, they say – what they don't say that's what somebody's named. That's They say that's what they were called. Oh. I used to, Like Paul McCartney would be like, oh, I used to hang out with a young lad. He was called Fred. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool, cool tidbit. Yeah. Been,
2: uh, I've been uh, missing those impressions. Uh, yeah.
3: Jake, you're here too. What's up, man?
2: I am here. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good, man. Uh, how are you guys doing?
3: Good, good. Great. So uh, we got a big week going on. We uh, – yeah. Coming up here in just a few minutes, we got our interview with uh, Brendan and Tommy uh, yep. from Ghost Heads. Yep. We're it's a
0: waiting. doozy.
3: It's a doozy. We talked to it's A today. doozy. Talked Watch on, that step. Yeah. We t- <laughs>
2: what? The <laughs> <We talked>,
3: uh, <laughs> last one's a doozy. Oh, Groundhog Day. Oh, gotcha.
2: Okay. Yes.
3: So cool. Ghost Heads coming out July 15th. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, I know we're all excited about that. We got this early chance to see it. Yes. Uh, well, not the early, we got a chance and we, to see it early. Yes.
0: We got a chance. Right. To, yes.
3: I'm delirious, guys. There's too much happening. There's
0: so much going on. I have returned three pairs of shoes in the last 24 <laughs> hours. I am so stressed about what I'm going to wear on this trip and what's going to happen and what I'm going to bring and what I'm going to pack it in and if I'm going to get a carry on or if I'm going to check a bag and like, how everything's gonna happen. And Wait we just a minute, what, trip? Really what are you talking Yeah, about.
2: what are you even talking you, about, about, Abby? You guys
0: better shut it. Everybody get <laughs> on my frequency. Check your emails. Sony called and we answered and we're all going to the fucking premiere and it's gonna be amazing and it's gonna be a family reunion of epic proportions and I am, it's biblical. It's, it's going to be amazing. Like It's going to be like going to Ghostbusters Church. And we're all going to see the movie um, in the Chinese theater. And we're going to have a rooftop party. And there's going to be Dave and Buster's games and a bunch of cool shit. And we're all going to be in uniform. And um, I am just freaking out. I can't sleep. Hmm, that it's a like little too like to much.
2: To. <laughs> yeah. It's a little too much to handle. Oh, it's so much. Chicken. It's a little hot. It's a little, it's, you oh, know, it's too hot, hot to handle.
0: Dude, it's too cold to hold. Uh, it's too cold to
2: hold.
0: Do you think Bobby you Brown's gonna it. be there? Oh my god, you guys. Dude, I hope it. so.
3: Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. If Ray Parker Jr. is not set up on the red carpet with his band, just playing Ghostbusters on a loop, I, I mean,
0: is, don't you think- Just that's for be? hours. Just for yes. hours.
2: <laughs> Wait, he probably I is want anyway. want a fever dream. Yeah. I want
0: that I want bustin'.
2: Bustin',
3: bustin'.
2: Oh, and that'd
0: be great. man. Sleeping in your bed. <laughs> I can't wait for that.
3: Uh, guys, we're going to sample jams all weekend oh, in Hollywood. That's all I'm saying. i bring
0: in just a, a sack of jams.
3: So listen, if anybody could decipher the babbling going on at the SFC podcast. right now? We're all going to California. We're meeting a bunch of other Ghostbusters fans there. We're all going to see the movie this weekend, and we're freaking out. We're going to be near Bill Murray. Oh, we're going to get him on the podcast. Oh, Dude, it.
2: I'm I'm going to give him my phone, and I'm going to let him throw it.
3: <laughs> yeah, Guys, was that our first episode we talked about Bill oh, Murray throwing our phone? I phones?
0: think it
2: was. was so
3: We've
0: sweet. come so far. Oh, boy. Hashtag, hashtag TBT.
2: Hatchback.
0: Hash- hash- <laughs> i <I'm> so tired. <laughs> I was going to say hashtag TBT. <laughs> this late night episode of Yes, Have I like Hatchback better. It was brought yeah. to you by hashtag TBT. Uh, it's my new thing. Gotcha. Or have t-shirts. So listen, <laughs> I
3: think before we get to this interview with Brendan and Tommy, we need to have a traditional what's stressing.
0: Yeah, I'm stressed. You want right? to do Everything it? Everything I've just said. Well, let
3: me yeah. ask the question. It's all the same <laughs> this, stuff. This Abby episode just said. is
0: my what's stressing.
3: <laughs> Jake, uh, Abigail.
2: Yes. Yeah. Craig. Hey.
3: What is stressing you out? You're <laughs> looking
2: at stressed. the Is this some radical new <laughs> <laughs> therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs>
1: no, now you
0: want to get
1: nuts?
0: Come
2: on. Let's get nuts. You, you know what's stressing me out, Craig? Go for it, man. The, the thing that's stressing me out is the fact that you don't like airplane airplanes. And I was about
3: to say, I love, I love airplanes.
2: airplanes. <laughs> so I'm like, all day I've been like, oh man, I wonder if I can make Craig like, watch the Twilight Zone movie tomorrow night before we get up and get on the airplane. I was like, what movie can... We watch.
3: Nothing's gonna f- make me more scared. I, you
0: can show me fucking. All of Lost? Yeah, all of
2: Lost. Or just the the part where the plane crashes? It's a
0: constant. That, watching Lost, like, gets me excited to get on a plane. Oh, like, cause makes- I'm like, ooh, I could end up on the island. Oh. Like, if we go down, it could be super cool. Yeah, it could be Isn't good, that yeah. Weird? I, I'm not I like religious, to- but, like, believing in that island is something close to, like, oh, I'd be okay with that fate.
2: Now, now, this is what I like to do when I'm, whenever I, uh, am at the airport. I like to, you know, when you're sitting at the gate waiting on the plane, I like to look around and I'm like, oh, there's there's the John Locke of this flight. And then I'm like, OK, there's there's Sawyer. There's that fucking asshole Sawyer. Uh, you well, know, I'm going
3: to be Charlie. Hey, Freckles. Because I used to have a an guitar and I like to do. I'm going to be
0: Kate. I don't care if J.K. Is Kate. <laughs> I like Kate. <laughs>
3: uh, no, I don't like flying, but I'll fucking do it for Ghostbusters. Right.
0: It's Pretty a battle good. between
3: the rational part of my brain and the irrational part of my brain. I'm just going to let.
0: Remove the fear. I'm going to remove the fear. You embrace it.
3: I'm actually fine because once I'm on the plane, I'm like, whatever. You're here. You might as well just. You hear eat, your family. Eat a peanut.
0: I love turbulence. Personally. It's going to be fine.
3: How can you coasters. love turbulence?
0: I just get excited. It's fun. <laughs> you feel alive. I don't know. I love riding. Um, I love being in an airplane. I love being at the airport. I've always felt like like when I was a kid, I would pretend I was famous when I went to the airport when I walked around. And it's just like it's fun. There's good food. And well, you, you are. See people I mean, and, I'm
3: going to put this out there for those who don't know. No, you're starring in a movie that comes out oh, next week. Oh,
0: we, we're all in it at one point. We guess yeah. have some. Kind of. Yeah. There's an. <laughs> Easter egg. It's good. Oh, um, I love Easter. I love Easter.
2: It's okay.
0: Passion of the Christ. <laughs> oh, ne- what? Whoa. Okay, so back to Ghost Heads. It's awesome. And yeah, that's coming out on Netflix. So that's kind of cool. You guys can all watch it. Kind much of Everyone cool. has that. Yeah, it's amazing actually. Um,
3: well, Jake, besides uh, my, stre- my actual stress of wanting to get on it a- or not wanting to get on an airplane, besides you stressed out about how to scare me more, Do you have any other stresses?
2: Dude, just this trip. (laughs) Just this trip is stressing me out, man. Uh, The fact that um, there's – I went to Walmart yesterday and I – there were four different Ghostbusters displays in different areas of the store. And all of this merchandise that I'm like forcing myself not to buy because we're going to California in two days. uh, Yes. It's – Oh man, I'm just ready. I'm just so ready for tomorrow. For tomorrow to go quick, so I can get out of here and we can go on this trip.
0: Yeah, like my what's stressing kind of piggybacks right off of that of the uh, the not wanting to spend before this trip um, because in preparation for this trip. I have just gone on a shopping spree of Ghostbusters clothing and tank tops um, and, and panties. And I got a little night set. And I have to, like, downsize the I'm amount. I'm very uncomfortable <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, what's happening? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I got a bunch of Ghostbusters clothes because there's a bunch of shit at Target right now. You
3: could have said um, underwear.
0: Yeah, well, was well, so funny. That's what my. That's what I said growing up. Don't that's what slime your said. panties. That's slime. That's what my parents said when I was a little girl. So that's like the thing that your I parents say.
3: say. Don't slime your panties. No, my parents
0: called them panties. So like, I don't. I'm not. There are people <laughs> in what context? Get, like, like when I started wearing them. Like, is this weird? What's happening right now? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Oh uh, um,
3: well, now I have my what uh, stress. I have to. <laughs> I just ha. <laughs> No, okay. Abby, you you've bought a bunch of Ghostbusters a, clothes. Jake's <sighs> bought a bunch of Ghostbusters clothes. Yeah. I bought a but we don't we, act like I
0: did, not load- buy those tank no, tops. I did a whole load you of I
3: did a whole load of laundry that was all Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, and now I have to downsize and like consider which shirts I do and don't want and like I just I have so much and I'm really happy about it to be honest, because I was combing the stores for a long time. They're looking for the release of um some of these shirts, and we ordered a whole bunch online from, I believe, May- where did they Macy's? <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. how you got hype. I can't remember. I think, yeah, because uh, we've gotten so many things in Well,
3: basically, out. every retailer has Ghostbusters. Like, Walmart has shirts now. Target's mm-hmm. got stuff. Macy's, JCPenney, Hot Topic. Uh, Ghostbusters is everywhere, as it should have been for years. Yes. But,
0: uh. I'm just, like, stuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully like, stopped. yeah, so I've got a bunch of things and oh, we're bringing care. We're not going to check a bag, so I have to downsize yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Oh, that, see- that's been that's been that's so stressful. Stress. That's is what like,
0: Sorry oh, about all the Go another. for it. No,
2: no, no. Go for it. If that's Do it. That's, that's what your I was getting to. I'm it. looking
0: at what I have and I'm like, what the fuck? How do I like, you know, minimize what?
2: Here's how you I minimize. Bring.
3: We're going to be there for two and a half days and one day we're wearing flight suits the whole time.
0: I know, but like I want to alternate and like, you know, have some. Options. You want,
3: you want wardrobe changes on the red carpet?
0: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Um, I'm just, I just, there's, I, I'm so excited. I have a lot of questions. This is kind of how I felt going into the, um, the trailer event that we went to about three months ago, whenever that was. So I kind of like have a rough idea of what we're heading into and, um, I can anticipate for that. But just the unknown is a little bit scary, but it's, it's so exciting because when I sit down and I look at the itinerary and I, uh, think about our event Friday night at the Perky Nerd, and how that's like what, like how many hours away from this? Like we're gonna have these headphones on, but we're gonna be across the fucking country, and it's gonna we're gonna be in the presence of possibly Paul Feig, and like some. It's just gonna be fucking awesome. And yeah, we're I so mean, many I w- friends.
3: I, and- on a serious note, I want to congr- do a little self congratulations. We started this podcast in late January, and uh, we're now going- we're talking
0: about panties. <laughs> we're
3: talking about panties. <laughs> we're
0: gonna, we might cut so.
3: That. You know, there you have it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited um, about this trip. Uh, we're going to be doing a live podcast. Uh, yes, have some live from the Perky Nerd, the Ghostbusters fan art show. It's going to be so much fun. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we were. Listen, we've been talking about Ghostbusters Looks nonstop. Like
0: made it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't
3: know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the plane yeah. ride goes. I think we made it. Um, but, Jake, I mean, what, I mean, we've been talking about Ghostbusters for two years straight as far as a new movie. We've been talking about it nonstop on the podcast. Right. Knowing that this is one of the last times that we're going to be – well, this is the last time we're going to be recording before heading out west. From,
0: Tabula rasa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clean slate.
3: Oh. Isn't is that, that a, That's it? a lost I like I episode, said that with right?
0: like a super southern accent. <laughs> what <saying> Tabula. Is,
3: <laughs> what I'm asking you, Jake, is how are you feeling? That's what I'm asking you.
2: Um, oh, man. Um – it's hard to even like put in words, man. We, we like you just said we've we've done a lot this year. Um, we're you know we're only this is only what seventeen episodes, and um, it's been a really crazy big year for Ghostbusters, and um, it's hitting the boil. You know, it's past the boiling point, and uh, it's gonna be like it's gonna be a fun emotional. Uh, weekend that, you know, I, as someone else has put it, like this is ghostbusters history happening this weekend. Yes. We're going to be there for it. And, um, we're never going to forget it like the rest of our lives. And there's a couple things that we've gotten to do because of this podcast already in our first 17 episodes that like, I am never, you know, it's things that we'll, we'll remember forever. Just really fun, cool things. And, uh, I'm just excited for this weekend to happen, to see what happens with this movie, um, to keep going, you know, with the future of Ghostbusters and the future of this podcast.
3: Yeah, yeah. man, that was well said. Amen. I don't sister. think I could say it any better. No, <laughs> but I feel the same way. I feel like we're having a lot of fun. We've met so many cool people. We're going to meet more people this weekend. Yeah. We're going to be eating Dude, Pop and some John's. hugs,
0: side hugs.
3: Ghostbusters official Papa John. Oh yeah, Let, let's get all the plugs out of the way. Uh, the S yes, Have Some podcast is brought to you by Papa John's. Is it? Progressive Wait, are we? We like it. and we're sued. Orville Redenbacher and uh, the Interdimensional Ooh. Crossword Podcast. Yep. Sony, Ghost Core. Yep. Bill Murray's <laughs> telephone number. Yeah. Oh, and uh, so much more.
0: We're uh, getting that number. We're not brought so to ma-
2: those things. <laughs> so many cease and desist orders so, coming up. Uh,
3: so many things. Just come um, back
2: to a bunch of them.
3: Yeah, That's going to be good. But, uh, so listen, we got this interview with Brendan Mertens and uh, Tom Tommy Avaloni, uh, producer and director of uh, Ghost Heads coming Big up. Big stuff. And uh, we had a lot of fun talking with them, like we said, July 15th. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Then we got the, the new movie coming out July 15th. Yeah, pregame. A lot oh, of people boy. are going to see it on Thursday the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Tons more people are going to see it at press screenings on the eleventh and twelfth, and a lucky few are going to see it on the 9th. We, yeah. we we are very excited to be part of that lucky few. Mm-hmm. And um, God, it's going
0: to be like a Ghostbusters convention. Like, yeah, it it just feels happened. weird saying
3: this, but after we like next week, we'll have more episodes up. We'll, like we said, we got the live episode coming up Friday night Friday. at the Perky Nerd, and then uh,
0: we'll be live streaming that.
3: We'll be live streaming that. And then we're going to have a, uh, reviews. We're going to have our, our Ghostbusters roundtables. Yeah, we're we be
0: talking that.
3: So, uh, Ghostbusters we, we got a big couple weeks coming up. But, um, yeah, before we move on, uh, move on to the interview, anything else, uh, guys?
2: I think that's it for me, <laughs> man. I think I said it.
0: Guys, I'm ready. I'm stressed, and I'm excited, and I'm ready to party. So cool. let's, let's do this. Cool. Let's do this interview, yeah. and let's take this trip. I, uh, I've already settled on the pair of shoes. So I, think
3: uh, I thought you were going to say parachute.
0: Oh, <laughs> I just a parachute. We got our
2: right. parachutes ready.
0: We're going to do the uh, point break. We're going to assemble and all have a conversation midair when we can hear each other.
3: Better not awesome. be that new logo. <laughs> it's that new logo. I'm putting a,
0: I'm not doing an it. angry face on Facebook. Barf emoji, double barf emoji. <laughs>
3: I think it's a conspiracy. It is, <laughs> for sure. I don't know what that
0: means.
3: I don't know. Uh cool. So here's our I interview know, so. with uh Brenda Mertens, director of Ghost Heads, as we well as it. Tommy Avalone, producer of Ghost Heads. Check it out. Uh and uh we will see everybody on see the See
0: o- on the other side of the country.
3: There you go.
2: Yep.
0: Right.
2: Whoop.
3: All right, everybody, welcome to the Yes, Have Some podcast. I am Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for this very special interview that we have lined up for you tonight. Um, I'm with Abigail Gardner, as always. What's up, guys? What's up? How are you, Abby? Doing good. Cool. And uh, Jake Walsh, what's going on, man?
2: Oh, not too much, man. Just uh, excited for everything that's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Like, in just life in
3: general? <laughs> just There's life. Just life in
2: general. There's way too much. I can't even, I don't know, I can't.
3: You can't even handle Lots it. Lots hand. uh, Well, as I said at the top of the show, which is about 40 seconds ago, <laughs> uh, um, we've got an interview. We're very excited. We have the the creative team behind Ghost Heads, uh, the new documentary about Ghostbusters fans, uh, for the fans, by the fans. It's going to be on Netflix July 15th. Worldwide
1: Mark your calendars.
3: Mark your calendars. Like like anybody listening to this podcast does not have July fifteenth marked on their calendar. Uh for better or for worse. Um so uh, right now we have the director, Brendan Mertens. What's up, man?
4: Hey, thanks so much for having me, Craig and Abigail and uh Jake. It's Jake, Jake right? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. it's Jake. I, all right, all right. As soon as I cool. said Jake. As soon as I said Jake, I'm like I, I don't know why I thought of Jake Roberts. I, I was like, was I an was I an autopilot for that? Like, <laughs>
1: sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh Jake it's the snake. We that's
3: call him Jake the honor. snake No we don't. No one's ever Sometimes. done that. Um and then we also have uh, the producer of Ghost Heads, uh Tommy Avalone. What's up, man? Hey man, how are you? Doing good. Hey. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us. I'm sure you're both exhausted and excited and stressed out or what are you? What what,
1: what are you guys feeling, feeling right yeah. now?
3: That's that's the first thing I'm gonna ask.
4: In in the moment, uh Sort of drowsiness. Like I'm waking up because I'm I'm used to working nights right now. So this is this is the time I wake up at. This is my okay. this is my eight Good a.m. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some coffee. Have some. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I uh I was actually about to watch Ghost because I haven't actually seen it with the uh, actor got mixed. So I was gonna okay. do that, but I didn't get a chance.
1: Okay. okay. Well, we're sorry to interrupt <laughs> so, <or>, uh, <laughs> you. are <laughs> viewing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no worries
3: no so we we all had the chance to watch uh ghost heads and um i just want to say right off the top man i'm very impressed guys it's it's really to see so we've all kind of followed the project from the beginning um i guess it was about 12 13 months ago over a year ago when we kind of started hearing about it um and to see it you know come all the way and it's going to get released with a national international release on netflix so awesome um brendan i'll start with you man what a where did this idea come from? I mean, a lot of our listeners probably know who you are. Cross the Streams Radio, longtime Ghostbusters fan. Yeah. I was I was trying a to pillar. think of a, a pillar, a, a pillar community. in the community. But uh when 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 did this germ of an idea start? And and it, how did it with,
4: Yeah. It, honestly, it started after watching like a uh a Beastie Boys concert video where I, thought I think you it was were like 100 yeah, like 100 people, hundred, which is the most obvious answer. It was like 100 people in the audience had like cameras. And what they did was they made the, the concert on DVD or whatever uh, through the, the handheld camcorders that people had in the audience. So, I mean, that's where I got the idea from, where I can't travel all over the world, but people could su- submit like footage and stuff like that. And, and essentially that's sort of where it came from. And when people like Tommy got on board, he showed me how to go deeper with the storytelling. And I think, well, I mean, you guys saw it. Right. And I remember your reaction to it. I don't know if you want to explain to people like Abigail, like your reaction, uh, that meant a lot to me to hear something like that.
1: Oh, dude, I cried like a baby and it felt good. It was super <laughs> cathartic, like seeing, I mean, what we were able to contribute Craig and I, and that was super cool and super special. Um, but like beyond just those bits, like just the the documentary as a whole and seeing everyone's voice um, come together and just The emotional reaction that I experienced while I watched it for the first time and the many times I've viewed it after this, um, after that first viewing, it's just, it's, it's just amazing. It's just, it's a, it's, it's reassuring of, of like, and it's a, it's just, it's everything that we've lived. And, um, I'm just, I'm so happy that it's out there. Y'all did an amazing job with it. Yeah.
3: It's, it's incredible. And I don't want to give any spoilers away. We're we're, we're not going to go too. We won't give away the ending.
1: Right. It's extremely special though. Big (laughs) twist,
3: big twist. Um, but, uh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Tommy, you know, speaking to that, Witt, you're a longtime Ghostbusters fan. But how how involved were you in the in the community before getting on board? And what what where did the project come across? Um, how did you even hear about it and know that it was something you wanted to maybe get involved with?
5: Yeah, I mean, I've I've been a Ghostbusters fan for a long time. When I was 18 years old, I got the the normal Ghostbusters no ghost logo tattooed on my arm you know uh when i went right. to the movie theater i uh stole the 1984 poster off the wall to have in my house <laughs> awesome. uh so like well, i was never nice. never like a uh an online uh message board community person that's just me just not understanding internet sometimes uh so <laughs> I, i'm not in the community i'm not in the community but uh, i was researching just different you know uh things on the internet about um Ghostbuster fans for some other project that I was working on and I came across Brendan's uh, Ghostheads, and you know I I talked to him I was like you know there's some Ghostbuster people in New Jersey that are right around the corner for me I don't mind filming this stuff Uh, I can give you some footage and after I did that I met Tom Gebhardt which is kind of our main uh, Ghostbusters guy that we follow and I just very much knew his story I had just come off directing I Am Santa Claus that's also on Netflix uh, and I very much familiarized him with one of our other Santas, so I had told Brandon, I was like, I really feel like I know how to tell the story uh, if you want to work together on this, and Brandon was cool, and I came on as a producer, and then we just kind of hit the ground running.
1: Cool. Right on.
3: And cool, and Brandon, what, at what point of the, how far into this were you when, when uh, Tommy came on?
4: Oh, maybe a handful of months. Uh, I, I don't, I'm I want to say like three months maybe, if if that, maybe four at most, but not too far along. Cool.
3: And that kind of goes – I was going to ask you at what point – so I think all of us, like we fancy ourselves as people who like to do things like, hey, we, we're going to start a podcast, we start a podcast. Hey, we're going to start a YouTube channel, we start one. But like at what point from, hey, I have this idea to now I'm starting to get some footage, at what point did it start feeling very much like, oh – this could be more than a pet project. This could actually be something that a lot of people get to see. And now we're seeing it. it's like international, like Netflix. That's like as big as it gets. Yeah. At what point, was it when you sat down with like Dan Aykroyd? Is that, did it hit you then? Or, or did did you kind of get an idea maybe when some of the other producers like Tommy came on board?
4: I I, th- I definitely think the L.A. trip was more like, what the heck? It, like, where is this going to land? Like that kind of thing. But like at the same time, he, like Tommy knew like, has made Tommy's been doing this for like ten years, right? And then when right. Lee Leshan came on board, he, he, you look at that guy's resume, and you just have like this—I don't know—this trust, right? Because like I, I guess it's like a weird way, but like uh, to describe it. But like a movie is sort of like religion; you have to have a lot of faith in it, and right. you just put mm-hmm. your faith into in all these people. Like no one's going to do you harm that's working on the movie. So I mean, I think when Lee mm-hmm. came on board, and then when we were going to LA, and that, that—that was like the big. That was the big sort of sign or the big sort of, like, thing that shook me up to going, wow, this, is, this could right. really, like, hit, like, a lot of people. It's a sign. Anyways, Tommy, t- what was your sort of idea of that? Like,
5: yeah, I mean, my timing's always a little foggy, but I think it was either right before or it has been right after Indiegogo when Ghost Corp reached out to us and asked if, you know, Ivor Reitman and Dan Aykroyd can be involved. And we're like, who is this? You know, like, uh, you know you do it in these indie movies and no one's allowing you to do it you kind of just do it and when the people you're making the movie about is like this sounds cool I want to be a part of it that sounds like okay this this could be fun
2: you actually just answered one of my questions I was just wondering if you know uh, if the intention was always maybe to just be more of a fan thing and and then what happened you know to get all all of those guys on board but they they just came to you that's that's pretty amazing like you know you're kind of onto something you know like you just said that's, Must that's be a something little right yeah that's pretty crazy
5: yeah i mean we didn't want to be like a dvd special feature or a behind the scenes sort of thing that most fans kind of already knew but we we like the idea of exploring characters in a you know universe that's already created with with this it's like it's it's not the movie that we found interesting. It was the person that, it was the people that were obsessed with the movie that was interesting. And we we more so tried to focus on the fans itself. Like, there's very, you know, it, in a movie where, you know, we're talking about Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman and all those guys. I mean, Abby, you're in the movie more than Dan Aykroyd is. You know, it's like, that's like <laughs> one of those situations where you could have leaned on, you know, a familiar face. And, uh, and we, we put them in there to like support the fans, not so much to tell you know how did they design the proton pack
3: right right well and and what i was what so i think the number one thing that's going to hit people right off the bat when they start watching this movie is like so we've all seen a lot of fan film or not fan films but like these types of Definitely. documentaries uh yeah. sorry this is not a fan film it is not uh, a fan film. but um we've all watched these kind of documentaries and we've all you know we've all seen Trekkies, and and the what was the one Star? star wars star wars and different different We've we've seen them and they're, they're,
1: George Lucas. Yeah,
3: they're various levels of you know production value and involvement from original cast and the number one thing that struck me is this movie looks so good.
1: It's slick as fuck.
3: It's really it looks <laughs> it's, super good. It's really slick <laughs> and it sounds good. It looks great and it's it captures you right away. But also like, I mean, getting actors to participate is one thing, but w- was it hard to get? Uh, Sony to let you guys use the, the actual footage from Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, because that stuff intertwined with everything, really
1: mm-hmm.
3: just, it, I mean, it's like the icing. It it off, yeah. It's like icing. What's the phrase? What, we'll just call it icing.
1: I icing on the cake. cherry on
3: the cake. It is good. It's cherry on the ghost heads, yeah. is what I say. What but uh, what, what was that process like? Was it kind of a given, once they reached out, that they were going to give you guys access to that stuff?
5: we were just very fortunate that, uh, they were, they were good people and we are, uh, they're always been very nice to us. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right.
3: No. And it's awesome. And it's, I mean, I'm listen, I always figured there'd be a movie someday where there's a scene with Bill Murray and it cuts right to me. I saw
1: that and
3: I went, well, that, that's something that just happened. <laughs> um, but no, it, it looks good and I mean, Tommy, you were talking about how important the the fan stories and what's what's really important is the people who are outside of the Ghostbusters community are going to come to this movie, they're going to see it on Netflix, they're going to watch it. And they're not they're not it's not an hour and 20 minutes of Ivan Reitman or Surrey Weaver interviews. This is this is about people who are obsessed with Ghostbusters yeah. who come from different walks of life. What um I mean, this can go to both of you guys. There was so much footage submitted. And then you guys went out and filmed stuff on your own. How hard was it to to make those decisions of what was going to be featured, what wasn't going to be able to fit in there? Like, what what was that process all about?
4: Well, it's all about story first and how it flows, right? So, I mean, you can't fit it. You're not going to please everybody. If, if, if right. we went into this thinking, oh, let's throw everybody in here, that would be like a three-hour movie of talking heads, and it would be boring as heck. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my my no. favorite
5: line was, uh, was someone on uh, <laughs> one of our Facebook pages where uh, Tom was uh, being real happy that his name was like in between Ivan Reitman uh, and Dan Aykroyd on the movie poster. And right. Right. someone's like, oh, you should have just named it uh, Ghost Head and not Ghost Head because you only follow like three people. and I, And I just sent him a link to a video camera and told him to make his own movie.
1: He <laughs> uh, yeah. got
5: us. Yeah, we. Uh, it's actually one of my proudest moments on internet trashing.
1: Yeah, actually, <laughs> and that
4: was like the day after. That was the day after Tribeca, by the way. So we were feeling so <laughs> good that we just screened this right. movie in front of 250 right. people, and we're coming well, off the tie, and then that happens. I
1: mean, yeah. we've we've.
4: That's the internet. You know, we we've,
1: yeah.
3: we've even dealt Sometimes with some of that. you down
1: and you roll around. In so it. we.
3: Yeah. Um, it, kind of a similar thing when when paul feig joined us on the s have some podcast in may um i put up the link on gb fans and you know it was kind of like hey this is an insightful interview uh paul talking very candidly uh with us uh about the new movie and uh somebody replied with you know i wish you guys would have hit some hard-hitting questions like (laughs) i wish it was more of a howard stern type of interview so i replied with uh you know, when Paul Fee calls into your podcast, you can ask him whatever the hell you want to.
5: Yeah. So uh sometimes let's you, talk you about how great Paul Fig is, actually.
4: Let's <laughs> yeah, talk Paul about is it. seriously the nicest yeah. guy. Like I yeah, felt yeah. so nervous, but he made me feel so comfortable. And the fact that he like I know this is more like for the ghost heads, but the fact that he was the one that brought up Ryan Kemp in the interview was so sweet and so nice and the things he had to say about Ryan were just very, very kind and, and I y wasn't expecting that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I
3: mean Paul from you know, we've we've gotten the chance to talk to Paul and interact with him and, and he's been nothing but super sweet and generous, but like literally the through line you hear every single person who he's meets him. So nice. He's such a genuine guy and uh that's what kind of makes some of the chaos going on in the Ghostbusters community all the more interesting. But um
1: all the more maddening.
3: Yeah, look, I mean <laughs> Ryan Kemp, you know, he Ryan was a just he was the another defin-
1: super awesome, dude.
3: super amazing person. The definition of a ghost head, one of the funniest people I've ever met. Just some of my interactions with him at Dragon Con last year. I'll, I was talking about already just like the day after Dragon Con, like you would not believe the conversation I had with Ryan Kemp. It was so funny. Um, what what was it like knowing that he had you know submitted footage and was was going to be part of this? And to have that happen kind of in the middle of production, I'm, that was just kind
4: of a, a kick in the gut for everybody. I know it. Well, I know it definitely affected me because uh, it was like done 18 days. His accident was 18 days after he submitted his interview. And so hmm. it took me a while to convince Ryan to be in this even. And and the reason being was that he didn't think he was special. And then he ended up submitting his footage along with two other of the Kentucky, Western Kentucky Ghostbusters. And uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It was real interesting to do real humbled guy. Like super humble, even though he had his own take on it. And so many, so many uh, proton packs and, and he had encountered or had encounters with like you know Maurice Lamarche who you know like left left a a stamp or image with Lamarche. I mean it was it was really interesting right. to hear him speak about camp uh, as well. So it's, yeah. I mean there, there whatever, was yeah. really
5: aw- there was a really awkward moment when uh, Brennan and uh, Lamarche were crying together about Ryan and I. Uh, me and Derek oh, who yeah. have never met <laughs> Ryan uh, were like uh, <laughs> okay should we leave the room? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's
3: pretty All amazing. Right. I, want, I would have loved to have been there for that. Yeah. that. That's some real <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> love yeah, right there. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
3: Uh, no, I mean, we. I mean Jake can speak to this. You know, Ryan, well, we we, uh, we kind of host uh, the Georgia Ghostbusters, are one of the hosts of PKE Surge every year at Dragon Con, and Ryan was a staple so much so that there was an award named after him.
5: Um, <laughs> yeah, awesome.
3: For, for uh, ever... whoever broke the
2: most equipment during the parade.
3: <laughs> um
2: it was
3: the, well, Jake, what was the award called? It's like well, it, I, it
2: was the it was like the nice job you did award. Um right. and it was Ryan won it like three years in a row. And <laughs> it got it got to a point where we had to tell him he couldn't win the award anymore and then <laughs> so we just named it after him at that point. Right. So right. it was that, like the, the Ryan award, Kent
3: Iron Man award. Right. Um but um we also
2: have
4: like uh belt like belt gear like every year he would add more gear to his belt like he wasn't that the on running joke too like, <laughs> yeah
3: yeah he didn't have to i mean he looked it was a running joke and he had every piece of ghostbusters gear imaginable and then like also knee pads knee pads and like every tool you could find and like lows like if you could put it on, <laughs>
1: if you could put it on
3: your belt like he had it and like i feel like he maybe had like a pair of suspenders or something to hold up the belt because it had to weigh mm-hmm. like 60 pounds um
5: <laughs>
1: yeah he
3: was a special guy um so july 15th netflix you guys have an international release you you screened at tribeca i'm guessing that's what led to uh the netflix thing happening why don't you uh kind of fill in the details of of that experience of getting it into the festival the the response that you had there and and how you got to this point um
5: process
4: yeah uh yeah
5: i was i wasn't sure brennan was gonna go um (laughs) go ahead brennan Uh,
4: no 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 tommy you go first you go first
5: (laughs) so yeah we uh lee leshin uh my producing partner on this who uh produced back in time uh he had a relationship with uh tribeca and when we started talking to him about uh the movie ghost heads they were very excited to see it once we showed him a rough cut you know we we came in an official selection which was awesome you know uh the Tribeca Film Festival is one of the bigger film festivals. But to be a part of that is amazing. So, um, you know, we all went out there to, to to have it played and shown in the Rolling Stone named us one of, like, the, the 15 most anticipated movies at Tribeca or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and then we were just going back and trying to sell our s b o d you know, like uh, our streaming. And thank God, like, Netflix, not thank God, but it was, like, it was very awesome that Netflix – Decided to go with us because Netflix is the place to go for really movies and in independent film, and we always wanted, even from the beginning, to go uh, on the 15th or around that time because we feel like this is a very good pre-game Ghostbusters reboot movie because it starts with the 1984 and 1989 love of the originals and really leads you right into the reboot, and I think it's a, it's a perfect movie to to like pre-game right into the new movie and to have it on the same date, I think it's perfect. So that's just my
4: opinion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it and I, yeah.
4: I, it's a good tailgating party, like movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like it's if, a feel yeah. good
1: movie for sure.
4: Well, yeah. I, like it, it you end up, up, you end up you know, like, like seeing uh, the new, I'm sorry.
5: Yeah. I mean, like I remember like when Jane, Sam, Bob Strike Back came out, like I went out and watched every single one of those Kevin Smith movies to get myself going, you know? And yeah, you know, if you if you have already seen the Ghostbusters 1 and 2 a million times over, you know, maybe it's something new. And watch Ghostbusters instead to get yourself ready for the new movie.
3: No, I agree. The, the only difference is I think everyone's going to be, uh, like, taken aback and, like, in tears and, like, hugging each other. And, like, look, <laughs> like, uh, this is a feel-good movie. It's super yeah. positive.
1: Positively charged. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... It is. It's this, true. This
3: movie is, is, is... You
1: walk away feeling awesome.
3: Yeah, and um, I know all three of us felt that way. And then, like, you know, obviously Abby and I got to share some of our story, and she shared her story, um, and people who watch it and see it, and, and yeah. they can, you know, take, take part of that experience. Yeah. But what was there any stories that, that like, really surprised you, or, or was there anything as you started getting footage or you started kind of crafting where the story was going to go? Um, or the narrative was there any like sharp left or right turns that you weren't ex- uh, expecting yeah I Either definitely you.
4: have to say uh, I have to say like tom Gebhardt 's storyline how that ends on like i don 't want to spoil anything but just that left sort of like turn or that curveball that was kind of thrown in our direction to, to handle that I, I thought that was like exciting because I, honestly you were unsure at that point of like how it was going to end for that guy like his storyline would mm-hmm. be the way to wrap it up And then all of a sudden there's this big thing that happens and it's like, wow, this is the ending of our, our flick. Like it's, I don't know, to me it was just uh, very serendipitous, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, I want to talk about Tom for a second. So we, I didn't really know Tom at all until um, we, we got the chance to go out Mm -hmm. um, for the trailer event and uh, got to know him a little bit. And in, Anybody who watches like he's an interesting guy and he's 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 so passionate about ghosts. I mean we're all passionate about ghostbusters. We all come at it from a different angle, but he's so passionate and so proud of being a ghostbusters fan and he's so excuse my french, he's so fucking confident. Yeah. Like it's it's like and it's what I really I actually really like it about it. Like he 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 knows who he is. He has no qualms about throwing on his gear and taking his kid to school in his ecto. And then just, that's just who he is. And I think that's something we see a lot in our community. Um, What, I mean, getting to know him a little bit personally and then seeing it in the movie, that, that was something that really struck me as like, wow, this is not somebody who I, you know, I've been a ghost, a hardcore Ghostbusters fan for, for years and years. And I didn't know Tom. And so this is, I think people in the community are going to get to know him through this. And then also, like I said, the people who aren't Ghostbusters fans are gonna see an accurate portrayal of somebody who really dedicates a giant portion of their yeah. life to uh to being a ghost head.
1: Entire life, right.
5: Yeah, yeah I mean what I think I found the most interesting when we were doing the interviews is when we got to interview uh Dan Wallace who did the uh the big book that just came out, the ultimate guide.
3: Oh
1: the uh, uh visual history. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh he when he first met a bunch of ghost heads, he found out that like uh people weren't wearing Reitman or, uh, not Reitman, but like weren't wearing um, stands or, or, you know, Bakeman or anything like that on their jumpsuits for their name tag. They're having their own names on there. And we found right. that to be a really interesting uh standalone as a Ghostbusters fan because Star Wars, you know, people are these like nameless stormtroopers or they're playing Superman or they're playing Batman. Like you guys aren't playing Ghostbusters. You just are yep. yourselves that happen to have the job as a Ghostbuster. And that, to me, is the most uh, interesting thing about your, the fandom is that you find your own identity, you find your own community. And, like, in talking to people that are kind of have their foot, like, like dip their toe in, like, these sort of fandoms, like a Dan Wallace or um, the psychologist uh, lady that we speak to, uh, they kind of, like, show you that outside opinion on what is very good about fandom or cosplay and all these sort of ways yeah. to find your own self. can feel more right. like yourself by... Dressing up with a proton pack
1: It's super empowering, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And right. finding that community and that support and finding yourself in it, yeah. Yeah. A lot of identity.
3: Yeah, and, and yeah. We all do it. We all put on our flight suits. We're all we're all flying across the country to go watch. Go. That there, was kind of been the running joke this week. Where you know we're going. We've got the L. A. Premiere event where they're bringing fans out, and we're all literally dropping everything
1: on we're a motion uniform.
3: Yeah, to to go across the country and hang out with our friends and watch ghost, a movie that we could see a couple days later for for 10 bucks. Um, <laughs> you know, like we we're we're willing to do that and it's um, but the the one thing that's interesting I'm talking to all these people that are about to go out to the West Coast and everyone's excited about Ghostheads, everybody's excited about the new movie, being out in LA, red carpet, all that, but the one thing everybody keeps saying is I can't wait to see everybody. I can't wait to some yeah. of these people that we've been talking to for for months or years on online we're actually going to be meeting for the first time. Yeah,
1: those are my mm-hmm. literal, like, favorite memories from that trip to L.A. that we took for the trailer event was not even the being in the theater and watching the trailer or any of the special stuff that Sony did. It was the late-night hangout in the hotel uh, when Ben uh, – I can't pronounce his last name. Ben, no one can. No one can. Nobody can. can. When, when he took his proton pack out of his luggage and we all were like, kind of like holding our breath and hoping that nothing had been broken, like in travel and just the, the community and like just us sitting in the room, like cracking up at each other and just being ridiculous, like into the wee hours of the night. That was, those are my favorite memories. And that's what I'm looking forward to about this trip coming yeah. up this uh, week. So. Well, I,
4: I hope that yeah. uh, Todd Whalen shows that aspect in the the film, how he does it for a lot of friendship and, and stuff like that, where he traveled halfway across Canada to uh, just uh-huh. meet with uh, and hang out with the Ontario guys. And to right. meet like Ernie Hudson, so it was like a double whammy. So like, yeah, and right. hopefully that, that comes across, that people do this too, just uh, as a way to keep friendships. Like, it's neat. Yeah. Oh, it's super neat.
1: Well,
3: we've talked about that, and Jake, I know you and I have talked about that a lot, and Abby, we um, we all kind of got into this for different reasons, and we all do it for different reasons. And that's what I think is really cool about Ghost Heads, is there's a lot of people featured in it, and, you know, just like any – documentary there's go. there's there's certain feature pieces or not actors but participants where you know you see abby and you see ben and you see alex newborn and todd whalen and tom gebhart and pete mosin and, and everybody comes from a different place and does this there's the we all love ghostbusters but there's a there's a different kind of reason for everybody to, to be so passionate about it um and that's what i think really really cool uh, about your guys film and i think it really does justice to uh, to the fandom uh to all fandoms because i think people watching this who aren't ghostbusters fans but maybe somebody's a huge star trek fan or a transformers fan they're going to get something out of this because they're going to be able to relate to it
4: absolutely like i know i know i've talked to over 300 ghostbuster fans and i know a lot of them have sent me a, a bunch of negative sort of uh, emails or messages or something like that because they go to the poster or they see the clips and they get sort of jealous. But I think when they view it, it's like what you guys said, like each person is representing a different aspect of why they do what they do. And hopefully those people that have sent you know the hate mail or the emails uh, will watch it and, and will sort of turn their view around on it. So it's I'm really, really curious to see what the, uh, the fandom thinks about it, and, and especially those that have uh, sent some of that negative stuff to me.
2: Well, those yeah. those, people, yeah. those those people who are sending some negative things, they should they should be thankful and uh, they should turn around and watch Trekkies and be glad that the people um, that are behind this documentary are fans of this thing and aren't the kind of people who are just there to make fun of you. Um, Exploiting, yeah, yeah, you know, like there's there are a lot of those documentaries that are about the fans that are just hey, let's make fun of these people. Um, yeah. You know, well, that, and, and we're fortunate enough thing. for you guys to be fans of this thing, too, and to take it seriously and, uh, you know, to not make us all look like we're crazy.
1: Yeah, Tommy, I mean, Tommy, we are crazy.
4: Tommy Lee and, and Derek, like, working on the movie was, I'm the guy that's, like, knee-deep in here with the fandom, and, and, and you know, Tommy Lee and Derek would just make me walk this fine line of how to show people without my biased views, and I thought that was great, and I learned a lot by yeah. doing that.
1: hmm Right.
5: Well,
1: the, can, I the ask, only can I ask th- you
5: guys a favor?
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: go for it. Yeah, so you guys are going to Los Angeles. You're gonna be there with Tom, and I'm sure a bunch of people from our movie. Uh, yeah. Feel free to videotape any of that stuff and give it to us. So that way, we can put it on a DVD special feature, which will be out oh. sometime later in the fall. Oh, for so, sure. you got it, that.
1: dude. That, make sure that you film it the happen.
5: right way, not not the up and down, the left and right. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh, don't let
1: me film it. God, don't every time
5: Abby films
3: don't
1: give that footage me. of Craig yelling at me to turn me the phone around.
3: I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna find out in like twenty years that all modern serial killers also film in up and down <laughs> mode on their
1: phone. <laughs> uh,
3: but uh, yeah,
5: because I a... I feel like that's a nice continuation of our story and to you know, have you guys all be out there? Uh, and then seeing, like, being a part of that in the premiere and all that stuff, you know. It, and even if you guys want to say hi to Bill Murray, we'll use the footage. We'll put it on the DVD. Yes. <laughs> We're,
3: the footage hey. of
1: us being, like, barred and carried That's out. The only time during the movie, um,
3: oh, was it during the movie? It's, I don't know if it's Ivan or Dan. I think it was Dan. I think at one time he says something about, uh, you know, being out in public in a flight suit, you know, it means you're kind of a vulnerable person. As he says that. And um, yeah. I'm like, this is coming from the guy that hangs out at Walgreens signing yeah. vodka, you know, <laughs> six months out of the year. Like, come on, Dan. We're doing this for you. Now, we have a, I don't know if you guys, we have a long, basically every episode of our podcast, we bring up Dan Akron at a Walgreens. It's just kind of we a do. long range of,
1: Um
3: but we love him. We absolutely love him. So. Let's talk about But oh, that's Bill funny because
5: thing. Walgreens has alcohol in Georgia. Yep. Yeah. Is, okay.
3: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, wait. You license, know what? Like, they they might not. Wait. So I know. In, I think it's in California and Florida. It's actually when he comes. When Dan Aykroyd wait. comes here at the liquor store, <laughs> I know he's been at a Walgreens though. So, okay.
5: Okay. Because I've seen Razor Ramon at a Walgreens once. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bro. It's so it's funny. It was just a what? signing. It was like he was doing. It was when he was Intercontinental Champion, and he was... Uh, I asked for three autographs, and he said, Yo, man, you too much. Now it's my uh, <laughs> celebrity in a Walgreens story. I like that. actually was actually, actually Calgary now that I'm thinking about it. So there's no point to the actual time story. So. No, I like it. I like
3: it. I like it. I just picture you like having a ladder match with Razor like, in 1994 at a Walgreens. Mm, That's what I want to say. I like see. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys had a lot of involvement from, from different people in the movie. I'm assuming... You reached out to Bill Murray and got no answer, um, so we don't have to touch.
1: What's that voicemail like? <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm, I'm sure you called uh, the number. There's,
5: there's nothing to it. it just, it's just, it's like one of those, like, skytail like, weird messages where it's not him. It's just an uh, automated thing that says the number. It says one to text, two to leave a message, or three to page. And then you leave the message, and you have to click, like, yes, I want to send, no, try again. You know, and me and Lee left a decent amount of messages, so much so that the voicemail has been filled for three months. Ah. Uh,
1: It's a little bit fun.
3: Come on. Well, I think it only makes sense to give out that number live on the show here. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's natural. natural. I think it's 1-800-Bill-Murray's phone. That's got to be the number. That's Um,
5: it. I'll tell you one person that we had, like, in the movie, but, like, had to bail out last minute. Uh, with uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. It was, like, one of those oh. things where, like, I really wanted him in the movie. But he was, like, in the middle of filming something, and, like, his call day, like, for filming, like, was uh, yeah. changed around. And we were we we're only in Los Angeles for a couple days, and it was, he was our last interview, and he had to, like, reschedule, and we 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 just never came back to Los Angeles. But that was one of those things. I was like, damn it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been be great. Yeah. We yeah. that's funny. to so Say at work, I have a running uh, a running joke uh, about Carl Winslow. At work, he's my alter ego.
1: Um,
3: carl at chicago is his <laughs> email address. Um, but uh, yeah, that would that's what I was going to ask. Who, was there anybody else that you reached out to that either declined or um or or didn't participate? But really, I think besides Bill and Rick Miranda, you yeah. guys, every everybody participated, yeah. which is which is so amazing because. You know, we know how these documentaries can can be sometimes.
5: Right. Yeah. I mean, it was tough. There were some people that we couldn't just do it because they're like they were like just constantly working. We were only out there for a little bit. Uh yeah. But I'll tell you, the one I got most excited about, like when he like called me and I didn't, he had, like his people had said no, and okay, then I and I got this random call and uh, it was William Atherton, and oh, he no. was like. And he was like, "Oh, you're making the movie. Let's do it." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a fucking die Hard fan." <laughs> you know, oh right, right, right. So like, and, like, and and he introduced himself as Billy, you know, or Bill. And I was like, "Right, oh, Bill, Bill." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and the voice like clicked, and god, uh, he's right. die diehard. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah,
3: awesome. Yeah, cool. that, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, he and he's great, and he, you know, he does conventions uh, not as much as he used to, but he's always been really good with with fans mm-hmm. and, uh, um. I don't know. Everybody, like everybody, from the fans to the actors to Ivan Reitman, everybody just seems. I don't know. Ghostbusters has a special Dave place Cooley in everybody's Day. heart. Yeah. Uh, Dave Cooley's
5: yeah involved in the Cut movie. How, how cool is
3: that? Very
1: cool.
5: Very cool. Yeah. I I'm a big Full House fan. There was a lot of like random people that we got to uh, put in there that normally I guess wouldn't be in, like the the first, you know. Uh, you know Sigourney Weaver, Iron Ryman, of course. But then there was like that subdivision. Like actually, the first person to say yes to us, like to be on camera. Uh, well, I mean, I guess Robin said yes to uh, Brendan. But for me, it was Jennifer uh, in that opening scene with Bill Murray.
1: Right. Right. And, right. and she Beautiful.
5: was one of like she was like so sweet and so nice. Uh, you know, you'll see a lot of her more in the, the special features and stuff like that. But her and Steve uh, from that opening scene are in the movie, and and I think they're just they're wonderful people.
3: Well, and, and I was actually talking about that scene that scene might be, I don't know, for what it's worth, one of the funniest scenes yeah. of any movie of all time. And it's basically, for all intents and purposes, the opening scene of Ghostbusters. But mm-hmm. Bill Murray's just on fire. And then you've got these two young actors who, you know, they're with, at that time, the, the comedy legend of all legends. And they hold their own. And it was so cool to see them participate uh, in this movie. And, like, um, I don't know. I just... It was awesome. Jake, what did you think? I'm just, I feel like I'm gushing.
2: Yeah, you're just rambling. It's fine. We can edit you <laughs> yeah. out later. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> we can't, no. Uh, I mean, everything you're saying, dude, it's just, uh, I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't ready for how emotional uh, I, I, was, I got during the documentary. And, it, and I think, uh, you know, we, like we've said, we, we watch these kind of documentaries all the time, but it's rare that um, you watch them and, like, know everybody in them. Um, and there, there are a couple big moments that I was like, Whoa, I I was like, I think I texted you guys after I was like, I cried four times during this documentary. And uh, and one, and one of the things that got me was having, um, you know, the whole little Harold Ramis section on there. Um, what was that like getting to hang out with his daughter?
5: Yeah, it was very awesome. Like when we interviewed uh, Paul, he's like, you really should, you know, talk to the Ramis family. So we reached out to, um his wife and which is in, Chicago, she's in Chicago and she, uh, she's like, you should really talk to Violet cause she's in New York. And I'm, I'm from Philadelphia living uh, New York. So we, we got to go to her apartment and talk to her and she, she gave us some awesome, like some stories. I mean, her dad was a ghostbuster, you know, like he would come, mm-hmm. like he would have like the proton packs and like the stuff around the house. And, you know, they dress up like a ghostbuster for Halloween. It was, it was awesome stuff. And, you know, um, we would love to have, have Harold in the movie, you know, but it was we had, we felt like it was important to have at least some sort of representation
4: uh, from the Ramis family. And there was one, there was one story that Joe Medjuck told about. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's in the movie there, but it's Joe Medjuck was talking about how Harold screened Ghostbusters for uh, Violet's class, and it was really young. I guess uh, you know, like she was like six, I think, when they did the movie, maybe seven or eight when it came out. And and Harold was going around to all the parents saying, you know, this this might be a little scary for your kid. You know? So that was, it was kind of neat hearing hearing Harold's stories from these people that had worked with him. Yeah, that's very
1: cool. I
2: like
4: uh,
3: that
5: stuff.
4: It is, yeah, it was really cool. It was really special.
3: Um, that and she that stuff. she just
5: put out a song she wrote about her dad on, on uh, Facebook, which is pretty awesome. Right.
3: Yeah, we we saw that um, a couple weeks ago, and I actually reached out to her as well to hopefully because we want to talk to her.
1: Yeah, get her um,
3: you know, it's it's so funny. We've all kind of wondered what it would be like to have another Ghostbusters movie come out. Like, I think we've all fantasized about what would the build-up be like? What would the merchandise be like? And I have been just, I don't want to say burnt out because that has negative connotations, but I've just been overwhelmed with just the amount of Ghostbusters stuff happening. And what, it, Brendan, did knowing knowing that there was a new movie in the pipeline and that it was definitely going to be made, did that inspire you as well? Did you kind of foresee 2016 as like, hey, if I'm ever going to do this, this now is the, the year it needs to be
4: done? No, I, I never had that as like a motivation. Like that was never like in the back of my mind, like, oh, I really better like piggyback off this movie. It was more like I I kind of just got my ass in gear when when I did. And yeah, I, I, I mean, with the new movie coming out, of course we got to talk to Paul and stuff like that, but it you're so focused on trying to tell the best story you can you're not thinking about that you're not thinking about like oh how can we how can we just hop on this you know ghostbusters train and and go all the way i guess like i don't know sorry if that was like a terrible answer for you no
1: well it wasn't good
4: i've we've seen better but not many
1: yeah. Um, I think
3: is that the first time is that the
4: first time I've apologized. By the way, like oh, wow. I, I you, just, normally,
3: you normally apologize more.
4: Well, I'm Canadian, so yeah, <laughs> that's just what I do. Yeah,
3: that's,
4: that's one thing
5: I got to say. Is, yeah, this one... No, sorry, go for it. This is one great moment where uh, Brendan is talking to uh, Ivan Reitman, and he <laughs> said something, and, and and Ivan goes, "Well, that's not really a question." And I, you can count probably like eight to ten sorrys. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we just kept playing the clip to him over and over and over, and like I, I'm hoping it entered into his dreams at some some regard.
1: That's <laughs> amazing. He's super blunt.
3: Yeah, Ivan is really blunt. He we, throws he throws yeah. shade. Let's put it that way. Yeah. He When we were we were uh.
1: We asked him to officiate our wedding, and he said, "Haven't I done enough?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's he's a very
5: good dude you know and his offices were amazing i just thought i just thought that was a really funny
3: funny no, line
1: yeah.
3: he's, he's, he's awesome like if if you would have told me at the beginning of this year that like at some point like, more. like ivan reitman going to be involved in your uh marriage proposal and then you're also going to sit down and have like a 10 minute chat with him over lunch um that that w- i would have been like yeah, of course that I I know that's happening. Like that I've always planned on that happening. <laughs> Just like the the Bill Murray stuff. Um so cool. So let's see. You guys you got the movie done, you, you set deadlines, right? So you had the two you had the Kickstarter, you had the Indiegogo, you funded the film, you got everything cut together, you had July in your sights. What what is it like right now? I know I kinda of asked you at the top, but what are you guys feeling a week out? Are you is it is it nerves? Are you just ready to? Are you just excited to get this thing out?
4: Hey, tell me, what's your angle? You you've had so many bees, so many movies underneath your belt. Like it it's just sort of just like a, a routine for you now. Like is it like excitement? I guess.
5: I honestly like I just keep forgetting that it's happening because like we, we had like me me and Derek uh, Krumzer, our co-producer and director of photography. Like uh, I make movies with him all the time and. We had such like a mad dash to get like the animation done, the color done, the the, the the score and the posters done, everything for uh, for like a pretty fast Netflix delivery. That like I mean I I was so um, like stressed out, I was screaming in my sleep.
1: <laughs> so wow, <laughs> and, uh,
5: and so for it to be done like. I just keep forgetting the movies coming out, and I keep forgetting it's July, and I keep forgetting about everything. <laughs> so right. I'm excited, and I, you know, I, I got very excited to, you know, finally be able to post the poster because our, our Michael Scott Whitson uh, photographer does amazing, amazing work. So it was really fun to do that and fun to announce on Netflix. But to me, it's like, uh, you know, I just keep forgetting. I don't even know what day it is, so uh, right. I don't know how many days are <laughs> away but uh, I'm, I'm happy that my job is done and, and people will be able to see it soon. But with, I mean, this is, you know, your first movie, it played Tribeca, it's on Netflix. How, how do you feel? I'm taking your job I, over as an
4: interviewer. No, <laughs> man, no, you're good. Gonna... I, I like this. Uh, I honestly, like, I'm, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm more nervous because I think that might be the day, like July 15th, it might be the day where my wife actually watches the film. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think, I think, wow. I think that might be the day. But we'll see. If it's not, then I think she just shouldn't watch it because I think that's too good of a story. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're getting coverage in, you know, Variety and Entertainment Weekly. You don't, That's enough. You don't need family members and wives starting to watch this thing, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: let me ask you guys about that real quick. How what, What's it like, Brendan, as a first-time filmmaker, seeing these articles pop up from these extremely popular and reputable uh news sources where where you know what what's it like
4: okay honestly the day it happened was like the best worst day ever so you guys have this president and he came to our we town do. and he was right yeah he, i work at a hospital so he he was literally like kind of like across the hospital and so our headquarters or his his headquarters for security was our hospital which is great. So uh, I forgot about this because, like, whatever. I thought maybe he was coming in the day before or whatever. So I didn't have my badge ready. So then I got a cop, and there's two cops. One is going through my bag, and the other one's got an assault rifle. And they're going through my stuff to find my badge for me. And then eventually uh, I get let in, all this stuff. And then there's, like, maybe six or seven cops running with, like, AK-47s. Like right past me, oh my just, my you know, I got, I'm at the med cart. Like I'm just like, you know, I, I'm not a big gun guy, so it's, it's weird. And it it was all <laughs> over the fact that two two nurses uh, ended up going to take their break up on the roof, so it was it was kind of neat. Or or getting to work and seeing a uh, it's like a dump truck but with machine guns on it. Like once um, again, I don't know. Yeah, if this is like normal for you guys or whatever. Like it's not. Yeah, a big we deal have those all like,
3: over yeah. America. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like our our uh, prime minister was just in a, a a parade, and I think he had maybe four to cops. Like that's that's just like as heavily guarded as we get up here. So
3: I saw the, the pictures.
4: Yeah. So like yeah, you know, this is you know terrifying day, <laughs> and then mixed yeah. with this amazing sort of internet uh, articles popping up on my phone and, and people text messaging me, and I'm just trying to get over the fact that I'm just like having guns like two feet away from me. Like it's
1: <laughs> Real life. Stress. So anyway.
4: Yeah, I guess I don't know. It is a terrible anecdote, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's it.
1: we enjoyed it.
4: Oh, I like it. I could see the headline
3: now: Ghosthead's director scared off by AK-47s during biggest day of his life. <laughs> um, I just would have called in
4: sick that day. Just,
3: oh, yeah.
1: Well, well,
3: listen, guys. So we're you know we're getting close to the hour mark here. I know you guys are busy. You're going to be doing interviews, promoting, getting ready for this. Um, I think. Uh, Tommy, um, you just had a baby yeah. this week as well, or I, last I week. I did. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. I you get nice, you.
3: Um, Appreciate it. That's, yeah. that's insane. Uh, not insane. <laughs> People have kids, but just the timing <laughs> is, is amazing.
5: Yeah, Lee likes to say that I had two big releases this, uh, this month. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, oh man. Uh, it's like not that. my joke. It's, it's Lee. So if you don't like it, Lee likes you know, no, you could no, you know that he's the
3: We all have releases
5: gotcha.
3: uh coming up. <laughs> yep. I don't know what that means. Brendan, you have a release coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my next
3: big
4: releases. uh yeah, my next big release is October twenty eighth and okay. uh we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see if my son comes okay. back Oh really? I, I don't think so. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Huh. Uh Monday oh, twy- the
4: Oh jeez, that's hilarious. That's, I think oh, Derek's is in October too, isn't isn't that it?
5: Oh yeah, he's the 27th, I think. Uh, oh my god, yeah. that's
4: funny. That's it's almost funny. a straight. Oh, no,
5: no 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 no. the 25th because it's Back to the Future Day. Yes. I okay do. okay.
1: Oh.
3: Or something. Man, right back now. to the Future Day—that's a distant birthday. memory. Yeah. I was—I'm a, a huge Back to the Future fan, but I got to say I was getting a little frustrated this year because I, I, I knew Ghostbusters Year was coming. So Back to the Future Day, I was kind of like, all right, everybody, calm yeah. down. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: um uh it was stressful it was stressful um so listen guys, thank you so much for joining us. I do gotta ask though what where do you go where do your careers your filmmaking and producing careers take you uh after Heads I know you guys are working on a d v d there's gonna be special features um people can look forward to that this fall. are you guys looking past that or are you just uh taking this one step at a time?
4: Better? Uh, Yeah, okay. I didn't know who was going to go first there. Well, in, I guess, less than two weeks, maybe like ten days or nine days, I get to hang out with Tom Green, and we're going to talk some shop. And uh, I know we're going to um. do some midnight soccer. So, um, I mean, if he likes uh, – I mean, he's already – like, I don't know. He's already slightly interested in whatever I've got going, and, and we're just going to just talk about it over a soccer game and see how it goes mm. from there. Oh,
3: well, Tom sounds- Green, what am I yeah. – heroes as, a, as yes. a youngling it's funny, so we've mentioned Tom Green we've mentioned Kevin Smith movies, those are definitely two entities that shaped uh, my personality yep. I think, I well, don't know what they
1: did
4: the way I look at it is like Ghostbusters was like my childhood so what was my adolescence and what sort of formed that, and I loved Tom Green's sort of punk rock take on comedy, so it'll be interesting to see if we can uh, collaborate on it, you know, something, whatever
1: that's exciting. That'd be very cool, yeah. Look That'd
2: forward be to very that. cool. Um maybe he'll put his bum on you. <laughs>
1: That's what
2: everybody hopes for when they meet
3: Tom Green. Yeah. At least get that footage. Yep. Um Tommy, how about yourself? Are you looking uh towards any other projects?
5: Yeah, I might uh do a couple of T V projects. Uh my I have his love for wrestling and I put a wrestler in everything in one of our movies. Yeah. Uh, thankfully Brennan thankfully Brennan got Zach Ryder in this one. Uh, yeah. But I might be able to be working with uh, uh, a different wrestler in the future that's uh, pretty well known. I'm, I'm excited about. It. I don't want to jinx anything by not okay. by saying it, but no. uh, it, it should be pretty good.
3: That's cool. We're all uh, wrestling fans. Yeah. There's actually yep. I don't know if you guys noticed this. There is a huge connection Crawford. between wrestling fans and Ghostbusters fans. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it's the timeline. Maybe it's just all of us who who. We're if your born. Parents
1: let you watch Ghostbusters. You were also allowed to watch WrestleMania. Yeah, it
3: seems it maybe it's right, that. Right in that age bracket. Um, but yeah, that was so cool that Zack Ryder was in the movie, and he's such a big Ghostbusters fan. Um, and he's had a big year as far as his career goes yeah. too. So, um, Tommy, that's awesome, man. I, I I hope you can get those things going, and we'll be looking forward to hearing uh, those. I want to hang out with Eric Bischoff. I want to spend like weeks uh, with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Um, I, I love that we got to use your picture with you guys hanging out with uh Dallas Page, Jake the Snake, and Scott Hall in the movie. I'm so yeah, glad
1: you used right. that. I did like the biggest fist bump or something. I, I got it up. I got up out of my seat when I saw that. I was really yeah. excited that y'all picked <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, no, so I fast. mean that was really cool. They when when the resurrection of uh Jake the Snake was first before he even hit like video on demand, they did you know, they all live in Atlanta and they did uh screening here at yeah. a small theater. Um and uh, yeah, that that was a really that, that was a really cool, cool yeah. thing. I um, first yeah. More, you, Abby
5: was crying that night
3: too.
1: I was cry- I'm always crying. But I, yeah, that, that's like a super inspirational story too, though. So. Right. Well, that, um, that was, that was the hardest
5: for it. part in the movie for editing was uh, to pick which cries to use of yours. Oh,
1: geez, so many cries. <laughs> at,
5: at one point, at one point there was so much crying in the movie. We're like, we should trim it down.
1: Abby's crying Hi. like yeah. four
5: times. Let's use maybe one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no idea. I have a backpack full of Kleenex, like, packs to bring this weekend on this trip to the movie. Uh, I don't. I'm going to be using like other people's uniforms. Uh, t- it's it's going to be great. You know, you're
5: the Abby. You're the only one that we had to uh, bleep uh, because
1: oh when,
5: uh, when when oh. Craig asked to marry you, you said shut oh. the
1: ass up, which is yeah.
5: perfect
2: I'm response now. when they want to ask I- you to marry them. I'm pretty sure that was the first thing when I called Craig. I was like, hey, I was wondering <laughs> no! if they were going to bleep Abby out or not. <laughs> you yeah. I not
1: bleeped. No, it's good. Now I'm a parent. Yay! That's um, cool. Thank yeah, you, th- you uh, for putting that in there first. This of all. is probably a <laughs> terrible yeah.
3: segue since we're talking about Abby here, but uh, there could be a good Ghost Heads drinking game of anytime <laughs> somebody cries, take a shot, including <laughs> the. Who's- Whoever's watching it and also the people being interviewed because it is like, like we keep saying, and it's not a bad thing. I don't mean that as a, a, a diss if people still say that. It, it's, oh. it's an inspirational movie. You guys did such a good job. I'm really excited for everybody to see it. Um, and uh, listen, there's been other Ghostbusters documentaries in the works. These things take time. And you guys kicked ass. You, you said yeah. you were going to do it. You, Get it. you you delivered uh, one hell of a movie, so so bravo. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks, y'all. So Thank you, guys. You wanted,
5: it's, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say this with, about Adam, but like, if you want a good drinking game for the movie, it's fine.
1: All you, it. is
2: you
5: take is take a drink every time you hear Tom Gebhardt say, you know, you'll be drunk you know? in five minutes. <laughs>
3: Here's another thing that I hope this doesn't come off as uh, a slight towards him. Every If you close oh, your eyes that. when you listen to Tom talk, he sounds like Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights. Like, <laughs> yeah. he just he's like, like no, you know, uh, it's
5: so funny.
1: I love it.
5: Yeah. I, I would I text it. Tom how many minutes I cut out of this theme by just taking out as many you knows as possible. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, this is my uh, Ghostbusters collection, you know, you know, you know. And uh, it drove me <laughs>
4: yeah i he definitely think like, while editing i was using like, you know a bunch when just in like when i was speaking to people i yeah.
3: just think of like mark Wahlberg in, in boogie nights when he's talking about like like his he's bragging about his italian leather shoes and i just hear tom's voice like no yes yeah, it's real it's like kenner firehouse in the box it's like it's really sexy man <laughs> but I just, like i love it i love we it love Tom. um well cool guys seriously um thank you so much for joining us uh
1: Thank We're really you. excited. Yeah, July
3: fifteenth on Netflix, and um, if 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 anybody wants to find you guys on social media or if anybody's other, I guess other than Netflix, Netflix is where to go. But uh, I know Heads has an official Facebook page and a website, and uh, yeah, anything else you guys want to say yeah. before uh, heading out? Yeah, yeah I
5: guess Ghostheadsmovie dot
4: Sorry, Ghost dot com.
3: No, no, giving
5: no. the website, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, uh, Jake, I'm, I'm really sorry that the honky-tonk man had to use his guitar during your interview in the snake pit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Something that I remembered. I got him. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I just want to yeah. ask, how's Damien doing? What?
3: <laughs> how's <laughs> how's, <laughs> how's Damien doing? <laughs> yeah, and also, Jake, that was not cool when you gave... You, uh, Damien as a as a wedding present to Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. and he. I was fished... just... <laughs> I, was trying, nice thing. I was, was trying to
2: do a nice thing. I was trying to do a nice thing. Um, oh, man.
1: Oh, cool. we have it's not
3: my fault. It's not your fault. Um, listen, guys, this has been <laughs> fun. You. We're really excited. July 15th, Thanks. Netflix, Ghost Heads. Ghost days. Heads
0: and
3: Chill. Ghost Heads and Chill. Who coined that? Uh,
0: Arizona Ghostbusters. Very good.
3: One of them. Cool. All right, guys. <laughs> We Thank will, you. Uh, yeah, let's talk to you again once the movie comes out and everybody uh, gushes and and uh, the Oscars are announced and uh, we'll 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 get back and <laughs> we'll talk uh, we'll talk more shop with you guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks, so much. thanks for talking. Thank you. All right, cool guys. All right. Take it easy.